Greetings, ladies and metalgents, and welcome to this latest rendition of Tales from Outer Space. Taken from the subreddit HFY, all the relevant links will be down below. And as always, I hope that you enjoy, and if you do, please consider supporting the channel. Now, on to the science fiction. Story number one. The Old Lady and the Barbarian, written by Ak-1308. Kryn the Barbarian was the most feared man in all the lands. He knew this because all his men said so. He was the most powerful barbarian chieftain from the northern snows to the southern deserts. When his men rode up to a town, the cowards either fled or hid. Kryn didn't care which. Either one made it easy for his men to loot. Kryn enjoyed looting food and ale and weapons and armor, but did not steal money much. What would Kryn spend it on? Jewels were flashy, and the gold did not make good armor. There was a word for a man with flashy things on his chest. Target. Kryn once saw a barbarian with much jewelry on his chest, shot with a great crossbow or arrow from far away. Nobody wore flashy things after that. They never found the man with the crossbow, either. Kryn's father, Drun, was so mad about that. When a raiding band had enough food and weapons and armor and ale, they would ride back to the barbarian villages. This was a good place to be when the winter winds howled like wolves down from the northern snows and everything got gray and cold. Winter was a time for warm tents and making little barbarian babies. Spring was when barbarian men got tired of barbarian women nagging to take out the trash again and went out raiding. Before he died of a bad sword wound, Jerun taught Krun about not raiding a town too often. People got raided too much, they either tried to fight or moved away. If they fought, Karun would kill them, and they would not be good to raid after that. If they moved away, there was nothing to raid for. So he left towns alone for a while. Karun knew that he was a smart barbarian. Farmers do not sell all of their cattle at the market, but kept some to breed. Same with towns. But cities were different. Cities held many swords and other weapons, and much armor. They also held much food and ale, so his men could eat and drink well for many days. The gristle in that stew was that the cities also held men who wore the armor and used the weapons. They were harder to kill than the men in the towns. Still, if Grun could overcome them, his men would wear the armor and carry the weapons, and they could loot the town, and nobody could stop them. So Grun had decided that he would give the towns a rest and raid a city. Grun had to speak long over the campfires for many nights to convince his men that raiding a city was a good idea. Some of his men said that he was soft in the head for thinking that, so he had to knock them out and kick them in the ribs until they agreed that he was not soft in the head. Kroon knew his men did not think as big as he did. This was why Kroon was the most feared man in all the lands. 
Wearing his best armor and weapons, Grun rode up towards the city with his men behind him. He knew that his son Larun would be watching and learning how to be a great barbarian chieftain. He looked to the one side and the other, for the archers or great crossbow, but saw none. Grun's barbarian's nose, trained to smell out enemy from long distances away, did not smell boiling oil. Grun had met man once who had boiling oil poured in him. Man had no hair, looked like he had no skin too. Grun did not want to look like that. If barbarian did not have hair, where would he weave beads into? Big city gates opened, but smaller gates inside were closed. Grun was not sure why. He looked up again to make sure the sneaky city people were not putting archers on the wall. He sniffed again, but only smelled barbarian and horse. There was a smaller door in the big gate, too little to fit a horse through. Grun got off his horse and walked to the small door. Just as Grun was about to pull out a sword and hammer on the door with the hilt, it opened. Yes, what do you want? croaked an old lady, stepping through. The old woman had hair grey as winter frost and a face wrinkled as Krun's nutsack. She leaned on a cane and peered up at Krun. You hear me, boy? What are you making a racket out here for? Krun had learned from the little boy to be polite to old lady. The little Krun not polite to old lady. Old lady beat seven shades of crap out of little Krun and make a good try for eight. Jerun never helped at that time like that. He just stood back and pointed and laughed. So Krun always polite to old ladies and kept careful eye on Cain. Those things are dangerous. Krun the Barbarian, he proclaimed, though trying to be polite, have come to loot your city. Looking at the old lady expression, Krun scratched the back of his head. If it's not too much trouble, Krun said awkwardly. Yeah, said the old lady, cupping her hand around here. What you say, boy? Speak up. Don't mumble. Krun leaned in and raised his voice. Krun say, whack, went the cane over his head. Don't you go shouting in my face, boy. Mind your manners. Krun had been hit on the head by many things. Sticks, stones. Clubs, the ground when he fell off his horse, ale bottles, other barbarian heads, many, many things. But none sting as much as an old lady's cane. He bring his hand up to cover his head, but then old lady pokes him in the gut with cane. Like a sword poking all the way through, like when what happened to Jerun, Karun bent over, protecting gut. He's pleased to find that no blood was worried for a little bit there. Here I am, just getting settled for a nice afternoon nap, and here you come with all your noisy horses, disturbing me. Whack on head. Krun not fall for this a second time, and only lifts one hand to head. Krun sorry to disturb, wise old whack. Cross fingers covering head, feel like hand broken. Who are you calling old boy? I'm not old. Krun sorry for saying prod in gut. Run back away. Terrible old lady, scarier than one's back in village. He doesn't dare draw a sword, because old lady with a sword is scarier than old lady with a cane. Barely. Grun, go away now. Good, the old lady snorts and goes back through the door. Turns ahead. Mind you go quiet now. Grun, tell men be quiet. 
as quietly as he can. Grun leads horse back to men. We go now, Grun says. Men do not argue. If old lady beats not out of Krun, what chance did they have? They ride away as quietly as possible. At the next camp, stories are already being told of old lady with cane. Krun has heard the next city over has boiling oil. Still less scary than old lady with cane. Okay, Ma, how did you even know that would work? The city mayor folded his arms and stared at his age-bent mother. They were barbarians. Don't you backchat me, Sonny, she waved her cane at him. Before I settled down and got married and had you, I had a good life as an adventurer. Rode with a barbarian raiding party for a while. Turns out the old ladies ruled the roost back home. Got every single one of them bluffed. When I eyeballed that Kron character, he had all the signs, she shrugged. Easy as pounding an orc down a well. She looked around and then headed off down the street as a determined totter. Wait, where are you going? The townspeople are going to want to know about your bravery. Bravery, shmavery, she retorted. I'm going to the tavern for a drink, then maybe an afternoon nap. Old lady here, got to have my rest. Chuckling to herself at the look in his face, she kept going. Beating up on the barbarian had been a little mean of her. But when the body got to her age, she had to take her amusement where she could get it. End of story. Story number two. The Ultimate Insult, written by Zephy Landantis. Mera looked at the screen at the creature depicted from the human client files. What is that? Lionem looked at her senior xenobiology specialist. That is a pig. Have they also domesticated these? Yes, these are food animals. But they're huge. The males grow to a good three times the mass of the average human male. And they eat them? Indeed. The females are divided into cuts that are prepared with different condiments and in a large variety of ways. It is very interesting and seemingly ritualistic. What about the males? Ah, uh, yes. The males, they are, um, slaughtered. Round up into minuscule bits, then boiled with a selection of spices, and then crammed into a casing made of the lower intestine. So, um, they are killed, minced, and crammed up their own butts. Mera looked in horror at the recording of a male pig, happily trundling its snout through the dirt. Mine next to a smiling human that, uh, patted the animal on the back and spoke in a friendly tone to it. She switched her gaze to her senior. Does, uh, this ritual of utter depravity have a name? Mm-hmm. The Elinum never looked away from the screen. It's called, uh, the Sausage. End of story. And that, my friends, concludes this video. I hope that you enjoyed, and if you do, please consider supporting the author, even by popping over and leaving a thumbs up or a nice comment just to show your appreciation for the story. However, if you wish to support this channel, there are links down below which will help immensely. I will see you all in the next one, and until then, I hope that you have a fantastic day. Cheers.